Hey guys, welcome to number 86 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are going to be recapping the Wizards, <coughs> excuse me, at Orlando Magic game. And of course, preview the Wizards game tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans. The Wizards are going back home. I know they're on a little bit of a, a road stretch there, but they are going to come back home to D.C. and play the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. So we're going to preview that game again, along with a recap of the Orlando Magic game. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, review. We are going to order 810 views by Thanksgiving. I know we can at that mark. If you do at that mark, you guys get two episodes of Wish Talk with Chase on November 26th. You guys know the drill. And, yeah, I know we're, again, uh, we have that view mark. I, I think we're going to hit it right now at 758, which is fine. we got about 10 days to hit that. Hit that. It's going to be the morning of November 26th. Uh, when I wake up the day after Thanksgiving, how many views do I got? And that's how we're going to determine it. And uh, But, yeah, so, uh, th- yeah, again, uh, that's how we're going to, you know, determine uh, what we're going to do. And, uh, but, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today, so let's get into it. Uh, starting with the recap of the Wizards and Orlando Magic game. And, honestly, I mean, it shows you something, right? The Wizards, without Bradley Beal, they're missing Bradley Beal because he's – and he's still out tonight against the Pelicans for personal reasons – they, they, they're missing their best player, right? They got a possible trap game against, at the time, the 3-9 and nine Orlando Magic. You never know in the National Basketball Association. You're missing the best player again. You never know what's going to happen. And the Wizards take care of business. And at first, they were struggling, and I thought it could have been a trap game. However, the Wizards then showed their overall ability as a basketball club. They went on a 20 to nothing run, and it doesn't matter what the score was. If you went on a 20 to nothing run, they're... There's no world usually we don't win a basketball game. And if you do lose a basketball game, you go on a 20 nothing run. You clearly did something wrong that game. But you could be that dominant for a period of, uh, for a period of time and still not get the job done. Four out of the five Wizards starters had double-digit points. I mean, the bench them. I mean, I still can't believe, and I, I think it's, be- it's a better fit for Montrezl Harrell. But it's crazy to think that a guy continuing to averaging 26 and that seven assists. He's usually not a guy that averages that kind of, um, uh, you know, points, I mean, that kind of um, assists as a center. But he's getting, he's getting now, he got more assists than rebounds. And we're talking about center right here. It doesn't matter if 6'7 center. We're talking about center here. And it was really cool. You're missing Bradley Beal. But it was really, really cool to see, well, what, you know, different players that could step up in the playmaking. For example, I mean, another double-double from Spencer Dimity, 23 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Kyle Kuzma, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. Great game for him. A lot of, uh, it's funny, though. As I said, the Wizards' depth is going to win the game against the Magic. I was right. A lot of the Wizards' starters played well. Don't get me wrong. Like, Katina's played a little a good game. Shane and Aaron Holiday. Daniel Gafford did struggle, and I'm going to uh, talk about this more throughout the time. And, you know, as we kind of break down, I'm going to have an episode coming up about the Wizards' depth. But if Daniel Gafford continues to play the way he's playing right now, when Thomas Bryant comes back, Daniel Gafford can lose a lot of minutes. I'm, t- I'm just telling you that right now. Once Thomas Bryant is 100% healthy and, uh, you know, his, his leg is healed, or his ACL is healed, I mean, Daniel Gafford could lose a lot of minutes coming up. So that, that's going to be up to West Central Jr. And we're going to break that down, you know, in future episodes. But Daniel Gafford has been struggling, which is a scary thing to think about. Since after the season, you're paying this guy $40 million in the course of three years. And I'm, and I'm not I'm not saying, this, oh, gosh, this is dumb for Daniel Gafford. He's still a great player. He's just – he's on a cold stretch right now. I feel like ever since he got injured early on, earlier on in the year, and if he could just kind of get back to that – 
hot streak and what he was doing because Bradley Beal was really great setting him up, and so was Spencer Dinwiddie. They just, if they could just get him a little more opportunities, he can get hot. He could be a big factor on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. He just needs more momentum to kind of you know push him through this cold stretch and you know get back to being uh, hot and, and playing good. So that's all I'll say about that. And also with injuries, Anthony Beal. I know he only had two points, two rebounds. He only took one shot in ten minutes, but he played exceptional defense. I mean, that's unbelievable by Anthony Gill. You know, really, really excited to see that even with all the depth, even though you're like, okay, they have so much depth. Now you have injuries. You need a 10th man. The Cassius Winston's out. Who do you got? You got Anthony Gill, who's really stepping up. And I think it really shows, honestly, the overall impact of the Wizards of what they could do. And they're right now number four in the power rankings in ESPN for good reason, and number two on CBS Sports Power Rankings. And that just shows exactly how good this Wizards basketball team is. And... You know, before I kind of end this episode, I just want to let you know, I always do, you know, fantasy outlook, right? And I predict the fantasy points that the player's going to have that game. Well, let me just tell you something real quick. Last game, I did pretty well. And I, I'm going to start doing this now where I break down what I had for fantasy players before the game and what they actually got. I expected Dimity getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 49. That's really close. Jalen Suggs, I did battle, and I said he would get 40 to 45. He got 11. That's my bad. That wasn't a good one. Montrose Harrell, I said we'd get 35 to 40. He got 45. In the same realm, basically, Daniel Gaffin, I said we'd get 35 to 40. Bad one on my part. He had 15. Franz Wachner, though, I got exact. I said he'd have 10 to 15 fantasy points. He had 13. I said Kyle Kuzma would have 35 to 40 fantasy points. Almost got there for me. He had 34. Wendell Carter Jr., I said we'd get 25 to 30. He got 40. Really uh, impressed me last game. Uh, I did not expect him to do that good, but he did. And Denny Abdi, I said we'd get 25 to 30 fantasy points, and he got 26. So, I did have some ones where I was off, but in general, I really had only one where I was like completely two that I was completely off. And that was Jalen Suggs and Daniel Gafford. Besides that, I mean, I think I did really, really well. I mean, eight guys, I, I, I think I really did pretty decent six out of the eight. So I'm kind of happy with myself for that. And I'm also happy with myself, you know, the Wizards so far, you know, they have played, you know, I mean, it's so early in the year, but, you know, and we can't really talk about records, but they're nine and three to 12 games. I personally, seven and five to 12 games. So it tells you something that my predicting is worse than the Wizards playing the basketball game, which is kind of crazy. And also, another good thing that I do have this year, I had the Wizards winning 104 to 96 and won 104 to 92. Really, really close, almost exact. But um, yeah, those are just a couple things I do want to share with you guys to recap this Orlando Magic game. I'm sorry we haven't had full recaps recently. We will get to that tomorrow, and I will give you full recap, a, you know, a good recap. But yeah, I mean, I'm just we're gonna get into the preview right now because I have a lot to talk about for this preview. Really, really interesting game, a trap game, I may add, as the Wizards will take on the New Orleans Pelicans. Right, you're going against the two and twelve basketball team that is at the bottom of the NBA right now. You cannot make this a trap game. The Wizards are returning home. They were on a little bit of a, uh, you know, they had to be in a road for a while. Now they're back home, which is great. Hopefully some home momentum. You know, they're still wearing those Nike jerseys. Love those jerseys. Hopefully the fans come back. They know they haven't been able to go in a while. Hopefully they can come back. They know, you know, that this is a big game. This isn't a trap game. If you lose here, a lot of momentum could go down, right? Oh, as always, we start off with the injuries. Bradley Beal still off for personal reasons. Thomas Bryan is still out recovering from the ACL injury last season. Thomas Bertans is out, but we had Tamora is out, and Cassius Winston is out. When we look at the New Orleans Pelicans, Dalton Holmes is out, and Zion Williamson is, is out. Zion Williamson has been out the entire season. 
uh, what's crazy to think about the Zion Williamson hasn't played this year. What a talented player. That team's definitely going to be way different when he comes back. And Brandon Ingram was also injured for a period of time. But we look at the starters. For the Wizards, it's Spencer Dumity, Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday in replace of Brandon Gill, by the way. Spencer Dumity, Aaron Holiday, Katibis Clemmer, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford. Who in the world is Pelicans? It's Devontae Graham, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and Jonas Valanciunas. By the way, I did not do the starters for last game's preview. I'm sorry I had to record two episodes. Totally forgot about that. That's my bad, but, yeah, I don't think you can blame too much. I mean, I got a lot of predictions, right? It's working a lot, so I'm sorry I did not do the starters last game. But, um, yeah, we, we are going to cover them now. I'm sorry if there's little noise in the background, by the way. We go to my prediction. I have the Wizards going 117 points, and I have the New Orleans Pelicans going 98. Just going over a couple of my segments, starting with Cobart's catch. I think the Wizards will win because they will be able to shut down Brandon Ingram. I mean, he's their best player now that Zion Williamson is out, and he's on my – fantasy team, and I know that he's been out for a little while. I know he has came back recently, though, you know, from injury, and that's obviously a big reason why the Pelicans have been losing games, but Zion now, obviously, is the clear-cut number one player, and I think the Wizards' defense has done a great job, and earlier on in the year, I talked about this. When they played the Celtics, they did a great job. They didn't shut him down, but they did a good job at containing Jason Tatum. They did a good job at containing Trey Young. For, you know, they had a four-game treachery just running against the Hawks and the Celtics. It went, the Hawks, I forget if it was Celtics, Hawks, Celtics, Hawks, but it went something like that. And um, and for uh, for uh, one one game each, one for the Celtics and one for the Hawks, they really shut down. Uh, they, they really, um, you know, contained the best player on either the Celtics or the Hawks, which was really, really important when we look at it at the end of the day. And that's going to lead to success when you're able to, you know, contain and shut down you know, the other team's best player. And something I also saw Saturday, and we already mentioned this, when the Wizards played the Magic, even without Bradley Peel, he's also out for the game tonight, as I did say. The Wizards can develop a successful offense and a successful defense. They allowed under 95 points and scored over 100 points without the guy that's been second in the league in scoring back-to-back years now. This will be a game, in my opinion, where, honestly, guys, we could just – Sit there, relax on the couch, lay down. We don't need to be stressed. In my opinion, after after the third quarter, it's going to be a game where you're just going to be lying on the couch, going to be like, oh, 10 and 3 Wizards. But they cannot overlook this game. I think the Wizards will make this look easy against the 2 and 12 Pelicans. But the number one thing that the Wizards cannot do is overlook this game and have this be a trap game. They, they just cannot do that. you got to play it. You're toughest that you can be against this New Orleans Pelicans team. And, uh, yeah, but honestly, I do think the Wizards will win mainly due to their ability to contain slash shut down Brandon Ingram. Going over to spread time, it's Wizards minus 4.5, Pelicans plus 4.5, and, and the over-under is 208.5. I'm picking the Wizards easily for minus 4.5, and, and the over-under at 208.5, I am picking the over for that, as I do think there will be a t- – I mean, here's the thing. When you look at this game – Without the team's, you know, leading score, and it's really, really hard. I mean, I have 215 in this game, but without leading scores like that and, like, a game with, a, I guess, an awful team, you don't really, I guess they're not, Pelicans are an awful, we're so early into the year, we don't even know. But, you know, against, you know, so far, not the best team in the 2-12 and 12 Pelicans. And the, the other good team missing their best player, especially on the scoring side, you don't know what to predict. I personally have 215, so I am picking the over for that. My spread is completely different. I have the Wizards minus 8.5. I think they're not much better than the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't think the Pelicans have a shot. I obviously they have a shot, but I think, again, by three quarters, this game is going to be over. And the over-under, I have 210.5. Again, I have 215 personally, so I think that would be reasonable. But we look at fantasy outlook. I got Spencer Dumity having 
35 to 50 fantasy points. Kyle Kuzma, 35 to 40. Montrose Harrell, 35 to 40 as well. Brandon Ingram, 25 to 30. And Devontae Graham, 15 to 20. I think those are reasonable. Again, I do not think the Pelicans will really be able to generate anything on the Wizards on the offense side of the ball or on the defense side of the ball as well. The Wizards do such a great job at containing teams, you know, what they're able to do in the basketball court. So, and yeah, I do agree with that. And Chase, what punctuation do you put on that percentage? I think 62.6% in favor of the Wizards is reasonable. I would give a period on that. Because the Wizards are a much better team, but anyone could be anyone in the NBA. And it, unless it's like, like literally the best team in the league against the worst team in the league, it should never, uh, and the worst team in the league has injuries, it should never be like over 75%. Like, I think this is reasonable. The Wizards are still missing Bradley Beal, remember. I do think that is a reasonable percentage. So, again, I would get that period. For those of you guys, I know some of you guys might get confused. Period means, I, yeah, I agree with that. Question mark means, I kind of disagree with that. And exclamation point means, like, okay, this percentage has problems. I totally disagree with that. Those are kind of how I how I do the segment. But yeah, hopefully you guys did enjoy this episode. We broke down a lot. We recap the Wizards vs. Magic game and I explained kind of how my predictions have been right recently. And you know, we I am also I also previewed the Wizards vs. Pelicans game. I know I haven't asked a question in a while who's gonna win. I haven't actually done that really since like uh, you know mid twenties uh, in October. So I am gonna do that uh, tomorrow. I will post a question. But yeah, we're looking to hit eight hundred and ten views by Thanksgiving in the weekend of the mark. If you do hit the mark you guys get two of us said to wish talk with Chase on November twenty sixth you guys know the deal. Thank you guys so much. I mean so much for listening. Enjoy the game tonight and as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.